everybody. I'm Chad Eckert. That's Joe Idoni. This is the Preferred Lines podcast broadcasting live each and every Monday evening, except we were off last week. Joe, I missed you, buddy. I missed a cracking up beer with you every Monday. Cheers to that. We're back, though. The Valspar. Cheers, dude. Going? I missed you too, man. Um, dude, but you didn't stop making content content last week, uh, showing up on like some famous people's TV shows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. How was fun. that going on Mayo? You were on uh, with the other guy, Fulton. Yeah, no, it was cool. Um, yeah, so we just talked a lot of DraftKings actually, which was a nice little change up for me because I usually do. Uh, obviously the betting show with you and then the jock market thing with Rick. So it was fun to dive a little bit into their world. And, um, you know, I was heavy on team Aussie, so it came through. So were you nervous going on those shows? I'd, I'd imagine you were a little bit sweaty. I guess so. I don't know. Did I look nervous? No, I'm not, I'm not at all. You look okay. professional and I, you know, I was proud of my, co-host joe <laughs> representing you, for the um, but so yeah you were on with real people i would have been nervous hell yes gosh yeah i suppose it's a little nerve-wracking just because you you know <laughs> part of it too is like the weird thing with with um you know kind of s- seeing yourself and and they show you on the video so it's a little different than we do it and you're kind of okay. delayed a little bit so you try not to like you know you can kind of get thrown off by watching your screen and not looking at the camera so yeah, it was a little weird, a little different, but it was cool. They were both very good hosts, just like you are. So they <laughs> kept me in line and made sure I didn't rattle off too much bullshit. But you rattled off the Aussie team. How did you think of that? And did you make any money then on DraftKings? Yeah, so I had a good DraftKings week. Mr. Mayo actually uh, tipped me on a couple of Euro picks as well during the show. And Higo was one of them. So I did hit a winner. Um, that wasn't a PGA tour winner, so he's not going to go on the banner, but it was fun to hit a winner. It was fun to do pretty well in DraftKings, And I love the Valspar, man. I'm pumped for it back in Florida, uh, last time of the year, pretty much. So ready to get it going. Well, then we're ready for another week on the jock market, baby. It's back, yeah. right? Wednesday night. We're going to have back. a power hour with you and Rick, and we're going to be able to, uh, gamble a little bit on the jock market. Now, it's not the same as DraftKings. It's not the same as betting. It's kind of all of it mixed together. It is a stock market for athletes, but you pay real money. And it's not forever. You just pick them for one week. You, you put money down. You bid on a guy before Wednesday's closing of the IPO is what you do with Rick leading up to that moment. Then you own these names for the whole weekend. All the way through. And if they're doing great and you feel like, oh, man, he's going to be bad in a little bit, then you can sell high. And if they're doing bad or you see someone's doing bad, but you think, wow, he's missed a bunch of putts. He's going to bounce back and do well. He's got birdie holes coming. Boom. Buy low. This is the app, Jock Market. And then you can use the promo code PL20, get 20% off. It's a fun time, is it not? Probably my favorite thing going right now. Oh, do we still got PL20 going? That's awesome. So free 20 bucks. I don't, I don't know. know. Do we? PL20 doesn't work. Try PL10. But, hey, I think PL20 is still rolling. Uh, free 20 bucks in your first deposit. Like, these guys go for anywhere on the IPO, which is Wednesday night, between, like, what, like $11 for, like, DJ and JT will probably be in that $10, $11 range. And then you'll get guys all the way down there who are 100 to 1 in the $2, $3 range. 
So mm-hmm. it's a ton of fun. I highly recommend doing it. It is much different than DraftKings and betting, and I think it's better. Gosh, yeah. I kind of had a little it. bit of withdrawal from it last week when it wasn't available. <laughs> Me too, man. All right, so there you go. We have done the due diligence of telling everybody about the jack market, but do we want to do the T-shirts for retweets or do we want to give away something? Oh, or, Joe, do we want to get to your mystery autograph? I know this is the first five minutes and everyone's like, get to the betting board for God's sake. So should we wait till the end to do the autograph thing? It's fun, though. And people are in here. Let's do one. We got uh, hashtag NoahJD. You got uh, Augie's in here. So we do I think we should so do to explain one. to the people Augie. that might not know what's going on. If they don't follow you at tour picks on Twitter, they might not know that you have a mystery autograph to open up here. How did you re- obtain this? It's Tell fun, right? So I was in the mall this weekend, this place, Palm Beach autograph. I was looking in there. They got, you know, ridiculous priced memorabilia. And then I see this little box over there in the corner and it's like mystery eight by 10 autograph grab bags. And it was like different sports, Cool. So I'm like, this is great. Like, this is perfect. And I pulled out a all the envelopes. It could be something. I don't think it's going to be that good. If it was that good, it wouldn't be in the mystery box. Yeah. The, the uh, Augie wants them all out. I read out of this is a one of one. This could be, if this was an NFT, we'd be, we'd be millionaires, boys. Oops, sorry. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so I made myself pick out two of the envelopes, and uh, they were $10, so they can't be too good. A lot of people are saying it's going to be like Brooks and stuff like that, but if you commented on my post and you guessed it right, I will send it to you, so that'll be cool. Okay, so then you have two envelopes. We call them envelope one and envelope two, so envelope one. We'll be going to if now nobody's guessed this person's name. Is it just going to be on your wall behind you, or are you yeah, going to give it? I'm going to keep it. Yeah, then okay. I'm going to keep it. And I've already yeah. staked claim on Denny and Siwoo, so if it's one of those two, I'm keeping it. All right, let's do number one. All right, let's see it because I can't wait any longer. I've been waiting. You're like David Stern. You're like with the this, number one pick. This is sealed. You can wow. see here. I have not broken the seal. I promise <laughs> that. Sure. Uh, mystery grab bag. Certified from Palm Beach yeah, on ice. It's cold, like the New York Knicks. Okay. Okay, he's opening the envelope, people, on iTunes. If you are not on YouTube watching live on Monday nights, what are you doing? Let's get over to the YouTube channel, Preferred Lines, and uh, subscribe to that thing. Now, Joe Idoni, he is funny. showing... This is just, yeah, I just feel like this is going to be hilarious. No matter yeah, because this could be a terrible autograph or something cool. This yeah. is kind of like um, opening a pack on Top Shots. You never know what you're going to get. Probably garbage, probably trash. But if you do get lucky enough to have guessed the name of the person that Joe is about to pull out of there, you will win it. He will send it to you. Who is it, Joe? Do you already know? Okay. Have you seen it? No, I'm, I can't tell yet. Oh, his facial expressions are. Oh, my God. Oh, oh. I think that this is Mr. I someone may have this, but this is a hilarious one. Mr. QAnon himself. Scott Piercy? It's Scott Piercy, baby. Oh my gosh, it's Scott Piercy autograph. What year is that from? Look at his pants. They're huge. I didn't recognize him, dude. Look at Scott Piercy. How he's like like the pants he's the khakis rocking have pleats. I mean, he's basically from the 1990s. He's got the shit. What kind of hat does he have on here? That's a classic picture. He's probably from his rookie year on tour. Look at that thing. And they're like, get rid of this picture. All right. So this is certified. Somebody official. picked Scott, Scott Pierce. The autograph. I don't think anybody right. 
Cool. Envelope number one revealed Scott Piercy. If you want to wait around to the end of the envelope opening, we're going to do one more. Envelope number two will be at the end of the program. It'll be in not not that far away from now, probably 30 minutes. So stick around. Watch us open the betting board and check out who's at the tippity tip top for the Valspar Championship. It is Justin Thomas, followed closely by Dustin Johnson. Interesting and kind of fun. That the Valspar has JT and DJ? I like it. But did you bet it? No, no. Favorable scheduling spot for the Valspar this year. Got them a little bit of a better field. Um, Interesting that, like, I think this is the first time these two have been flipped on the odds boards. If I'm... Well, for a long time, it's been at least. like For a long time, yeah. So JT at 9-1, to DJ at 12-1. to Um, I think that those odds somewhat correlate to the field strength this week and i think that just given i don't think either of these two guys set up real great for this place given how they're playing right now but they are the number one and two players in the world so if you do fancy them i think that it is a fair price given that the next tier down i think is a pretty big step when you get to read connor's in hatton after them well let's just talk about them because Corey connor's is now the new Ricky Fowler, where you wonder why, or do you wonder, have you wondered about today, about Corey Connors being 18 to one, the same as Patrick Reed? Holy shit. Seriously? Why? I don't. Yeah. So I haven't flipped on my book, but yeah, I do see some of them where he is listed ahead of Reed either way. They're oh, both sorry. Yeah. Much. We're using the DraftKings sports book because it's green and it looks cool. If you want to sponsor us and you're a sports book, then come on and DM us. Yep. <laughs> we have, we, you know, we're amateur hour. You know, we still are open to sponsors. And if you are like a, you know, lawn cutting company in Minnesota, call me too. That could work. Anyway. Sorry. That's all right. Um, yeah, I was just saying, Connors, uh, look, rates out a lot better than Reed for me. And I think everybody, uh, number one, T to green, number two in approach. Like, obviously, something has clicked with him with the putter. I talked a little bit with Travis Fulton about this, who had his swing coach on and said that he made a change around the end of last year, started going left hand low, something that they've been working on. But it just really seems to have created a uh, mental advantage for him on the green. So he's playing much better, uh, putting much okay. better. And this is obviously a place that he has great course history. So I think there's a lot of reasons to like him that said just 18 to one with Corey Connors. Just it, it's, it's just not going to be for me, dude. What about you? No, no, fuck no. Uh, like I'm fine with Corey Connors and I'm the only time that I've clicked and used Corey Connors on DraftKings in the last couple of months has been the time that he missed the cut and was terrible. So, uh, yeah, I do. I, am I a little burnt and sad by that? You, you know, it's a recency bias sort of thing for my own personality. The name though, dude is 18 to one. It's Patrick Reed. Hello. A B B R like always bet Patrick Reed. <laughs> you, we both love ourselves some Patrick Reed. I think that, I don't know. I'm not there yet, but I could be talked into him. What are your reasons? Let's hear him. Well, because it's Patrick Reed and it's the guy that's been runner up here twice. Okay. Uh, now, Joe, 
I do believe we have entered the point of a season where you just kind of bet in the numbers, you bet the values, you bet the names because it's been kind of uh, it's a part of the season where, hey, we know guys ratcheted up. They get excited. They go for it during the Masters week and then they have a little letdown and we have a, you know, a little lull here when you have the uh, what is team events, you know, the uh, match play. So you kind of have this wishy-washy part of the season. I do think, though, that the best names will rise here. I think that the, there is a Stars and Scrubs potential for DraftKings. You want to have good names because I think they, they will use these weeks as times to focus for the next major, which is less than a month away now. So uh, it's been kind of weird and iffy. And can you use those stats? Can you use the stats at the Masters? Maybe. It's harder to use those because you only are – typically accessing the totals, uh, not the individual stats, unless you're really into it. Uh, ultimately, they don't have match play stats, didn't have really team play stats or as what, you know, so then throw the stats out the window. When it comes to coming into the week, you just say, hey, Patrick Reed is at 18 to 1, same as Corey Connors. Come on. He's been runner up twice. Let's just go with that. Let's just do what's logical. Yeah, you know, I – for me, I usually like Patrick Reed more in like 25 to 35 to one, just because I, I feel like he's the type of player that um, the field strength doesn't necessarily matter for me. I think it's a course setup thing where around the green is going to play a big role. You have that here. Um, I also just think that he's good enough that when he plays his best and his putters on, I still do think he's the best putter in the world at this okay. very time. So he can win any event. So 18 to one is a little low for me on Patrick Reed. Um, I had some interest in the next one up, which was like Hatton and Hovland, but I think that I missed the good numbers on both of them because my book right now has them both at 22 and 20 to 1. So uh, I, I'm okay almost with, with passing over the whole top of the board this week. Even the defending defending champion, Paul Casey? Yeah, I can't bet Paul Casey. Sorry. Okay, but then what about the uh, fireball, fireball drinking uh Norway guy, Victor. Hopper. I wanted you to like him. I wanted to bet Vic. I really did. Um, <laughs> twenty to one. I. So there's two guys in the next range up that I really like, and it's Sungjae and it's Neiman. Um, okay. So I took both of them. So I think just by default, by them taking by me taking ten more points essentially on the two of those guys, I had to pass on somebody, and at that point, it was it was Hovland. Yeah, it seems like that's the way it should be because if. If you bind them all up, I mean, any week, any one of them can do with things. And so you just kind of go, oh, that one's 22. I can't guess him. He's out. And then you go get Scheffler and Neiman. All right, they're in the 30s. Maybe you go with them. And I went with Neiman, too. I like Neiman at 35 to 1. I think we've got a really good thing going with Neiman. And at 35, it's a great number. Me, too. I love him. And uh, I got a 30 on Sungjae. So I got a good number there as well. Uh, just – Technical golf courses, I think both of them set up really well on strategic. You know, Sungjae, something has happened with the iron, uh, uh, the iron play recently. But number one, essentially in in fairways gained and in, in driving the ball right now, Bermuda grass putting is off the charts. So if he can figure out the iron play, I think that he's close. And Neiman to me is just uh, a little bit of a value play. Seeing him sort of behind Answer and Scheffler. And Vic, I think that he's got a very similar skill set and win rate as those guys. So I, I, it's just, you know, a bigger number for me. It kind of then seems like maybe it would be a Russell Henley type of a course. 
It could be. He's had some nice runs around Florida. You know, it's a, it's, he's just been off, man. Something hasn't yeah. been right in it. And I don't know that I necessarily have the stats to necessarily back that up, but I just haven't seen him in contention in a long time. It feels like so. Right. I think, yeah, um, he had his flame of stats and gathered those the fall swing, but not a, yeah, you're right. Maybe. All right. Then let's move to the forties where you have Emiliano Grillo. I guess if you wanted to talk about, Louis Ustase and he's at thirty-five to one after last week. Could he win a PGA Tour event? I mean, it's it's hard for him to do that. It seems it was so like you know, and I had the offseason, so I was happy about it. But part of me just felt for Louis, mm-hmm. <laughs> just because he's so consistent and a great driver of the ball. And to see him blow in the water, it's like no, you just fed into everyone's narrative about you. But no, <laughs> not not going to bet him. That's a good number on Charlie Hoffman there and Justin Rose, um, who I like both of those guys. Okay. Cause I didn't do Grio. I'm not that, I'm not that risk averse. So uh, then the fifties though, have names that I'm interested in. It's Ryan Palmer, Cameron Tringali and Chris Kirk. So if you wanted to go all the way up to the fifties, you could do that. But what makes you like Hoffman and Rose the most? So Hoffman is just the form for me. Uh, he's yep. playing awesome right now. I yep. think he played really well with Nick Watney last week, a comfort level team for them. They've played that event every year and just building into it um, is just in the midst of a great run. When you take it all the way back to the Valero, uh, played pretty good at the RBC Heritage. So everything seems to be clicking for him right now. Like I said earlier, technical golf course, a lot of par th- five par threes this week, par 71. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of things align well with the strengths of his game uh, but I haven't necessarily pulled the trigger on either one of those yet with Justin Rose for me I I'm probably not gonna bet him but it just feels to me like he's close to getting it back and it just feels like when it happens it's going to be at a spot like Innisbrook so why do you say know. that because it's gonna be uh like minus 10 is gonna be the score kind of thing too somewhat yeah and i just feel like scrambling is going to be very important this week um i don't know it's just a feel thing for me and i feel like this place sets up well for him and i think i'm pretty sure that rose wanted to do it at the masters and kind of felt the let like a little bit of uh, uh you know let down from that got to together with his friend stenson last week they did that thing and that's basically just a you know, practice a couple rounds for him and Stenson together. And then you did awesome. So I think he has confidence. So it wouldn't shock me at all to see Rose contend, but yeah, I don't know if I'm going to leap up and bet that thing. Yeah. We just Um, knew that he wasn't going to finish that thing off at the masters, right? It's so hard. Nine birdies (laughs) and 11 holes. You can't really, it's not the type of place that we typically see someone go wire to wire. So um, just holding on for dear life for so long. And he, did it pretty well, uh, all things yep. considered, but just wasn't able to close it down. Okay, if we leave the 50s and we get to more of the long shot range, you have Lucas Glover at 60, and Kevin Nye at 60, and Streelman at 60. That seems kind of weird considering you've got names like Bubba and Max Homa, and Max Homa won already this season, has played really never, has hasn't had very many bad rounds, I should say, and also posted to, on Twitter today that he had an albatross, but he's 70 to 1. Why is I, 70 to 1 Max Holman? Then you can have to have Lucas Glover at 60? It makes no sense to me. 
Yeah, I like Homa and I like Keegan a little bit in this range. Keegan has been playing so well also. Um, seems to have everything really dialed in right now with the exception of the putter. Really small greens out here. Maybe gets himself a little closer in one of these weeks that he does find it on the green. Kind of feels like, um, you know, what was it? The BMW like three years ago where yeah. they had this huge number on him and he ended up closing it out with a bunch of huge names in the field. So, a little bit of a reminder to that place uh, for me and just a great ball striker that both of those guys are right now. Very hot. All right. Charlie's in the chat. Hey, what did you miss? Well, not too much, but we're chatting along. If you're in the chat, you're welcome to say things and ask questions and we'll try to get to you. Um, we're through uh, the main meat of the betting board and we've reached the outskirts uh, which in a week like this, I don't know if it's worth going this far for an outright bet, but it could be. Um, do you want to talk about your guy, Denny McCarthy, who you've mentioned uh, a few times? You've kind of got a little magic with picking Denny. Um, does he have the magic this week, though? I don't think he has the magic to win. Uh, I think it could be a good top 10 play. I'll wait to kind of see the books and the numbers on that unfold. Okay. Uh, but there's a couple of guys in this range who I think all could make good top 10, top 20 bets this week. I do feel like the winner is going to come from from the top, you know, 40, 50 to one and under. Uh, mm -hmm. But that said, I think a lot of these names are viable. Um, I like Ian Poulter. I like Doug Gim has been playing well. Sam Horsfield's coming over has been playing well. You know, I like Lonto. Danny Willits in this range who actually like crazy enough. When I looked at par five scoring what I do the last 36 or the last 24 rounds. Number one played pretty well with Terrell Haddon last week, played pretty well at the RBC mm -hmm. heritage. Top You're just five saying this because you were just on the Mayo show. Get out of here. Because of what? Because you were just on the Mayo show. <laughs> For will it? Yeah. What do you mean? You just like oh, him because now like you're, him? you're, uh, it's rubbed off on you because it's, a, you know, he's Mayo's okay. guy. Maybe, maybe kidding. I'll give you that. No, I'm just joking. I have no idea about Will. I didn't even know that he was in the field, honestly. And I didn't even know that Poulter was in the field. So good good on you. I'm more concerned about your opinions on your guy, Cameron Davis. Can we bet him yet? 125 to 1. When's he going to oh, win? I thought he was going to win already. Don't think it's a great spot for him, to be honest with you. I uh, don't think the driving distance is in the aggressiveness is really suited well here. I think it's more okay. of an 8 to 10 under. I think it's going to be a lot of strategic golf i think it's going to be a lot of ball striking all of which are not uh, necessarily fit into his strengths plus i have met 80 to 1 not 125 like the DraftKings is hanging or else it might be a little different story for sure. me yeah. uh what about our guy sam burns did we like what we saw when he played with billy i mean he made six birdies in a row on his own or something like that it was like, like the guy's on fire it was like he was great last week we're gonna get off of him he's 90 to 1 sam burns i kind of do like burns yeah, uh, 80, I have an 80 to one. So that seems like a very fair number for a guy who, um, you know, maybe found something at the RBC heritage. I think he topped 30 after missing three straight cuts. And then last week is a little tough to tell, but you saying that he, he did a lot of the legwork in that Horschel group, uh, is definitely positive for me. Yeah. Are you surprised Billy Horschel? No, I don't know how they did ultimately on Sunday. I didn't watch a lot of it. You know, I'm a realtor. I got to show houses and do things on Sundays, but either way, uh, I know Sam Burns at 90 to one could present some value and I like it. What about Taylor Gooch? People like that. I've heard that. Any interest? Same number. Not for me. Not for me. Not on Gooch. No. Okay. Well, what about Doug Gim? Can we get a win out of Gim? 
I don't think we can get a win out of Gim. I think that he's in a good spot to potentially bet for a top 10, top 20. I think a lot of these guys are. You can kind of pick some names in here. Peter Uline's another guy who I mentioned. It was kind of excited to see him get in the field because uh, I used to lose a lot of money on Uline back in the day <laughs> when he was playing well. Uh, just won a Corn Ferry Tour event, finished third last week with Richie Warinsky. So maybe coming in with a good bit of confidence. And he's actually really, really good around the green. So that should set up well for him. Chase Seifert. That's a big number on Seifert down there, 175 to 1. Uh, the kid's been playing awesome. Right. Neesmith as well is up there, yeah, 175 nah, yeah. to 1. That's a huge number. I know. And I did a first look pod today. I'm like, can I just keep throwing money at Neesmith until it works? And maybe, I think. Uh, you know, some of these names, they just keep appearing. Like Shank, and he'll make cuts for you. But I don't know if he's going to win mm-hmm. an outright bet. But, Joe, I did bet someone down here. I bet Henrik Stenson to win the tournament. This used to be the Henrik Stenson Open, right? Yeah. Well, when he was good at golf. Now, again, <laughs> um, I use the Mark Leishman example. I use okay. where people thought he was dead like six months ago. He couldn't hit a golf ball at all straight. So, And then he wins with Cam Smith last week. This potentially looks like a turnaround from coming into the Masters for Henrik Stenson, if you look at his recent form, and then out of the Masters – uh, maybe he didn't give a shit for a long time. And he was kind of like in vacation mode. I think he even said something about playing the uh, Caribbean tour where he was on like the Bermuda and all those weird. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So he was like, I don't care. I just wear sunglasses and sell them. I don't care about anything. So <laughs> at 201 at this tournament, that presents a hedge value for me. What do I mean by that? Well, I bet a dollar at 201 and then come Sunday, he's in fourth or whatever. Maybe perhaps he's even in the final group. Hmm. Then I take my $200 that I have potentially on Stenson and I split it in half and I take a hundred and I bet it on the winner or I bet 50 on the two other guys that are in contention. And then, Hey, we get a little money, but a hundred or 200 to one on Stenson. Yeah. Anytime you're too, anytime you're really a hundred to one and above and you have an opportunity to potentially hedge that out on Sunday, if you see that it's all about timing, right? Um, mm-hmm. So it can go horribly wrong. <laughs> and you miss everything and you lose way more than you should have, or you can end up uh, sort of not taking as much of a profit, but solidifying something that's a little safer. So uh, it's all about timing. Okay, cool. So uh, what else are we doing here? Are we done? Uh, who else you got? Hubbard's down there, Duncan. Yeah, I don't really well, see anything you know, that I love in that range. The thing about these names down here is that I like them for a top 20 bet. I'm potentially going to do a little bit more top 20 okay. betting where you can get like a plus 400 number, and it's potentially actually going to cash versus betting an outright a dollar on that is a waste of a dollar. It really is. Yeah. Or, Joe, more realistically, fuck that. I'm just going to buy these guys on jock market. Yeah, that's kind of like what you do. You target your top 20 bets on Jack Market because how it works on Jack Market, again, using the promo code PL20, if it still exists, first deposit 20 bucks back. Joe, you buy the guy for three bucks. If he gets into the top 20, he gets into the top 10 or 15 or whatever, you're making 10, 13, $14 off that three bucks. That could be per share. And you buy 10 shares because you spent $30 on IPO night on a guy like these people down here. Ryder, Putnam, yeah, our guy Redman, Clark. These are the names that you do this with on Wednesday night. As the IPO is closing, you target these $30.20, $4 guys, and they could eventually, eventually pay $17, $18. 
they could win and pay 25. So there you go. Jock market these names. Great idea. Yep. Two, three, four bucks. They can all come inside the top 20, return you a good solid price. That's kind of been the strategy, I think, in after doing jock market now for about six months. I think that's the way to go, right? I think it's yep. it's it's just getting a whole portfolio of these guys in the two, three, four dollar range. And worst case, you like essentially break even for the week. Right. Right. Oh, but yeah, you get three you're losing or four of all them, of it, you so lose all top months. 20, and you're in great shape. What about my guy? 250 to one while we're, while we're down here at the very bottom of the board before we leave it. Uh-huh. What about my guy, Scott Piercy? <laughs> I don't know. I don't maybe know. We got the autograph magic now. So maybe we go with him. Maybe I might just have to do it just in case he, just in case it was like a sign at the beginning of the episode, right? Put a dollar. Oh, Lord, what if it is? I might have to click a couple shares. Uh, you know, I don't really know much about Scott Piercy or paper much attention to him so we'll have to look i'll have to look into him before i give an opinion on it but i doubt he's good is he who's he with last week good let me see here he's got uh he's made three straight (laughs) this is kind of funny he's made three straight cuts and finished 64th 62nd and 69th so somehow (laughs) he's making the cut right on the number and being last place after the cut so yeah his approach and t to green stats are terrible uh, but who knows, right? Good ball striker. Okay, good now or player. What are we going to open an autograph? Because Charlie says, "Did you get a CT pan?" Could I did be not. A CT pan. If I get CT pan, it's yours, Charlie. I met Charlie. Charlie, <laughs> what's up? We met at the bar. We had a beer. We talked stories. It was fun. It was good times. We yeah, met that's crazy. How did my house? Yeah, Charlie's from the the east coast up there in the northern area. Yeah, yeah. so then. He was visiting on vacation and you're just chilling playing golf or something. Yeah, exactly. We didn't we weren't able to play golf that day, but we were able to uh to chill, have a beer. Cool. It was good. Yeah, no, I was jealous. Uh but we'll be back down there in February for the old Honda Open for the DFS Open. Yep, DFS Open. I have exciting news that I can't quite share yet regarding uh-huh. the DFS Open, but uh it's going to be a must. Here's what yeah, here's what I'll say about that. You will look up the Honda Classic right now, next February, and you block those dates out. You might even pick a flight right now. I don't know. Can you pick a flight already? Probably could. Go ahead and do that. Book your hotel because it's going to be fun. It's going to be hashtag vacation week, Charlie says. Exactly. Charlie knows the deal. (laughs) He's already got here. We go. We try to be short and sweet on these. We're not trying to get too in-depth on the Valspar. I mean, my God. Stuff. Yeah, I like the Valspar, but we are definitely making a concerted effort to not like go one hour and 15 minutes all the time. So, uh, you now, know, if you don't like that or you do like that, we would like to hear from you in the yeah. comments. So why don't you just tell us, hey, you didn't go into depth on this guy enough. You didn't need you didn't say strokes gate enough. Say more strokes gate statistics. And we will. And we will. Or you tell us if you like the do. way that this is You're like 25 minutes. Yeah, exactly. We're <laughs> adaptable. Um, all right, now we got an autograph, so this is kind of more fun than anything, right? Yeah, let's do the other one. Okay, so envelope number two, we have David Stern here. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see that uh, Joe has picked up from his local autograph supplier in the mall two mystery autographs of human beings that play on the PGA Tour, and the first human being that we pulled from the mystery autograph envelope was Scott Piercy. Was the one and only... 25-year-old, long-haired, 
Scott Piercy. Little cabbage in the back there for old Scott Piercy. Impressive. Here I almost didn't so, recognize him. Uh, and then Scotty uh, Scheffler in that picture. Yeah. Right? Go for, got go a little for Scotty Scheffler in him right here. Yeah, he's a little skinny guy there. Um, okay. He, Number two, sealed envelope. If you have not commented yet on who you think it is, you're out. Mm-hmm. Scott Piercy is going to be see hard off the top. Now, we also, Joe, we have those nice T-shirts you're wearing for sale. Yes, we have T-shirts in the shop, which is you can get to. How can you get to it? On our Twitter page? Uh, well, you know, we are not very good with technology, and we're amateur hour. I'm literally in my garage, and Joe and I are not serious. We're just dads. We, uh, You can get there by Googling preferred lines big cartel. That's there you something. Go. Or I'm sure preferred lines shirt might Google it up. I don't know. We'll see. Buy a T-shirt for... Support the show. Yeah, it's a cool shirt. I have to send this to someone. This is someone else who picked this? I have to send this to someone because someone picked this. Uh-oh. <laughs> I kind of want to see who picked it first. All right, yeah, look who picked up, look who picked it up before you show it. No, okay. Joe's got kind of a little smile on his face. A little dirty. I'm actually pleased with these. You know, I may go buy this place out and just do this every week. <laughs> do this like again. More of There's these more? Things. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like more. More. there were 10 yeah. bucks. Okay, That's someone hilarious. did win this. I'm not sure. Um, I don't know this person. Okay. But you need to hit me up and I will give okay. it to you. He's 50 to 1 this week. Oh. He was the one part defending champ last week. Ryan Palmer? That's good, that, dude. That's a juicy autograph with a nice blue shirt. He's wearing a blue shirt. He's got gray pants. He's got a white belt. Looks a little old. Looks about five, seven, eight years old. Uh, yeah, he's got a tailor-made R9 driver yeah, that's and an R11 driver. hat. That's old. Yeah, so uh, now let's see the autograph cool. again. Let's see. How's the how's the actual um, certificate of authenticity in the back? Ryan Palmer, just in case you were wondering. Is the penmanship nice? Is it as nice as... Uh, Justine uh, read in terms of it's letter, not bad. Letter, uh, it's not bad. You can read okay. it. Sorry, my glare is a little bad there. No, that's right. Okay, so yeah, it's, it's against the RP. darker. I was worried I was going to open someone and have no idea who it was. Ryan Palmer. His name is CFD zero three one three. Guest Ryan Palmer. I just got to double check and make sure he's the first one. But these are pretty sweet. I might go buy this place out. Yeah, buy this place out 100%. It's a, for fun because then you could just give them away on this thing. We'll, uh, yeah. I'll pay you back. Uh, we'll just use some of our jack market winnings that we'll have after this week because it's back, baby. Go sign up for the jack market. If you haven't downloaded that app, go do that. That is hilarious. And it's even more hilarious that they're old autographs. Like, when <laughs> and how? Old. That's why they're the mystery grab bag, baby. But they're that certified. Sweet. Oh, that is fun. All right. Thanks, Joe, for doing that. Um, and thank you for watching along and chatting along. And if you have the time or energy, hit the five stars, hit a couple buttons and hit send on a comment on YouTube. It just helps the algorithms and helps us grow this thing. We're doing this for fun in our garages, like I mentioned earlier. Uh, Joe, it's been real. It's been a while since I've seen you. 14 days. So cheers to you. Cheers, buddy. Missed you. We'll see you next week. We got quail, and then we're leading ourselves right up into Kiowa, which I'm quite excited about this year for the PGA Championship. Like Chad said, like, subscribe, comment, all that good stuff. Help us out. Buy a shirt. Buy a hat. You know, do the things to support the show. We love you guys. Boom. Peace. Exactly.
Peace out. Peace.